Welcome to the Make It Up podcast. Our goal is to make disciples, be a safe space where truth meets love, and meet people where they are at so they can make a difference at their schools, with their friends, and with anyone they meet. This is one of the things I'm the best at. So I'm the best person to come and talk to you about. Today we're going to talk about worry and anxiety. And when it comes to worry and anxiety, I got you covered. I know how to worry and anxiety for sure. Do you guys, does anybody have fingernails? I don't because I might by myself. I'm always stressed out about a lot of things. Hey. Hey, it's really hard for me to have a conversation with you guys when everybody's having side conversations. So we have a lot of fun games at the very beginning, but I really want to make sure the, the, the 15 to 20 minutes that I'm going to be up here talking to you guys, that if your phones are out, you're taking notes or looking at the Bible, you're not talking to the person next to you. Can I can I get a yes for that? Yes, well, like I was saying, I'm definitely one of the people that is very good at worry and high anxiety. If you talk to my wife, she can definitely attest for that. I'm always stressed out. For one thing, I'm always stressed out that I'm going to be able to do a good message for you guys, that we have a fun game. Every single week, I'm always making sure that this goes smoothly and that you guys play the games and listen to the message, and you're like, I want to come back. That's definitely one thing I stress out about all the time. I don't know if you guys have that stress about coming to youth group, but I know I used to work for Chili's. Anybody know what Chili's is? I used to always have anxiety attacks whenever I would go into Chili's because I would be so worried that my dishwasher would show up. And I would be stuck in the dish machine doing dishes until four in the morning. And then someone else wouldn't show up and I would have to do their job. And I was always so worried about something that I had no control over. So today we're going to really jump into the word about stress and anxiety. But before I do, I want to tell you guys a story that I really did a great job and perfected my worry and anxiety. And it's the birth of my first son, Miles. You ever talk to a dad? That is one time that you were super stressed out. So my wife at the time was going back to Arizona to grab, to grab all of her stuff. She lived in Arizona at the time she was coming back. So on her way to Arizona from Temecula, because that's where we lived at the time, she started having contractions and started, started getting a baby. And you know, is everybody drove to have a soup? It's like a four hour drive when you're going there. I think her mom made it there in probably about two hours because of how fast there she was driving. <laughs> But I was still in Temecula at the time, and it was so stressful. On the cell phone, yes, this is happening. Oh my gosh, Miles was a month early. So I don't know if you guys know about kids, they kind of need nine months to cook. If they don't cook for nine months, they come out raw and really small and blue. But it also is something that could be very dangerous for a kid, especially with Alicia had a high, a, a high 
risk pregnancy at the time. So a month early was very, very stressful because I didn't know what was going to be happening. So luckily, my mom told me she would drive because she knew if I drove, I probably would be there within an hour. So that would be breaking all the speed limits and I'd probably be in jail right now for breaking all those road laws. But while I was driving there, I bit off all of my nails. When I showed up at the hospital, my wife looked at me and I had no patch in my beard because when I was sitting in the car, I was just <laughs> pulling out my hair, pulling out my hair. Now, all my stress and worry, did it help the doctor and go, you know what? I know your husband's driving me right now and I'm just gonna make sure that I do a better job today. Or is my stress and worry for nothing? Sadly, it was for nothing. All my worry was something that I couldn't control what the outcome was. It was just something that I built it and I was so worried and so stressed for her, stressed for my new kid that was becoming, making sure he's healthy. I know when we have worries, it's like, hey, is my mom going to get mad at me? Are my parents going to get mad at me if I did this? If I failed this test, what's going to happen when I get home? If I walk out this way in the street or walk this way going to school or class, is that person going to be there and make fun of me? Is my relationship with my parents not going to go well? And is that going to cause a house breakup? Is it, are you worried about where your next meal is going to come from? These are things that I know that some of you don't worry about, but I know there are other kids that also have those real stresses in life. And I think that what we can do and what I love the Bible about, and a lot of people don't realize, is that that's why this book is so relevant today, because it talks on situations that we're dealing with in our life right now. And this is something that people that it's that book from 2,000 years ago. It doesn't apply to me. It doesn't really mean anything to me. These stories help you with what's going on in your life right now. So what I want to do is I want to open up the word and say, what does the Bible have to tell you about worry? And luckily, someone back then asked Jesus the same question. And I love his response, and it's a long one. So we're going to go over some of it. So it starts in Matthew chapter 6, verses 25. Okay, we're going to start. <clears throat> this is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life. Whether you are have enough food or drink or enough clothes to wear, isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food up in the barn for your heart heavenly father feeds them and aren't you far more valuable than them i don't know sometimes i don't feel that way but i know it's definitely true that the lord loves me that he does more than the birds can't all your worry or can all your worry add a single moment to your life nope it cannot and why worry about clothing Look at the lilies in the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing, yet Taylor Swift in all of her glory, I mean, wait, what is it? Oh, Solomon, sorry, not Taylor Swift. Okay. Um, <laughs> yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautiful as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for the wildflowers that are here today and thrown in the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? Don't worry about these things saying, what will I eat, what will I drink, and what will I wear? These things dominate the thoughts of the unbeliever, but you, your heavenly Father, knows all your needs, 
Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously. And he will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow brings its own worries. Today's troubles is enough for today. This passage right here, I think just tells us, obviously, don't worry. But I think you don't need to worry about what's coming up. And what good does it do to worry? I go back to it says, look at the birds. They don't peddle and harvest and store food up in the barn. For your heavenly father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable than they are? Does anybody know what the golden plover is? I'm glad you don't because I got a great story about the golden plover. I am so jealous of this bird. The bird is probably a little smaller than my hand. And it lives the dream. It has its summers in Alaska, and it has its winters in Hawaii. Raise your hand if you want to have that life. Who doesn't want to be in the, in the winter and living? I know we're in Southern California, and the weather's always beautiful, but I mean, come on, winters in, in Hawaii, that's great. Alaska's absolutely gorgeous. This bird flies from Alaska to Hawaii every single year. It's a 2,435-mile journey that this little bird takes. It's an 88-hour flight. This little 0.4 of a pound of bird can't swim, and it takes this whole flight, this whole time. And the parents leave. It, they leave them in Alaska and go, all right, I'll see you there, bye! And they just leave. And the bird's like, wait, eh, wait. And then a week later, the babies go off and go. They've never been to Alaska, but they just go off on that journey. If you were just off from a 2,000 mile journey, 2,435 miles to be exact, off by just 1%, you would be off by 50 miles. That's like from here to Angel Stadium. Who's an Angels fan? Who's a Dodgers fan? But that's a big distance to miss. If you were just off by a little. And these little birds, like it said right there, it doesn't go to Alaska and go, okay guys, we're gonna plant, we're gonna we're gonna store up some food, don't forget your bathing suit, we're going to Hawaii, it's gonna be nice, it's gonna be nice. They don't worry about all those stresses. All the bird does is knows its instinct, trusts that it knows where it's going, and leaves. That's why I always love the story of the golden plover, because you don't see this bird stressing out, pacing back and forth, like, I gotta eat. I'm only half the pound. If I don't make it, I'm gonna think of all the energy I'm gonna expel. I mean, we got a triathlete right over here gonna be doing a full Ironman. How much how much uh, calories are you gonna eat for, for your for your race coming up? 10,000, are you serious? <laughs> I wouldn't, I'll help you with that. I got some Oreos and ice cream at home, and I think we can knock that out together, 10,000 each. But if you're going to be doing a huge journey, you need to make sure that you're fueling up to do this journey. And a lot of times people are so stressed about it and so worried about what's going to happen that they don't even move. Worry can't, can't stop the bad stuff from happening. It stops the people from enjoying the good in their life. I'm going to say this correctly because I messed that one up. Worry can't stop the bad stuff from happening. It just stops you from enjoying 
the good. If this bird was stressing out the whole time, what good would it do? His parents are leaving. The parents got to fly to Hawaii, which I'm again super jealous it goes and lives in Hawaii. But this is a huge deal for this bird to just leave and just trust that, like, yeah, I'm going this direction. What's that direction? I don't know. I've never been there. And they're always just stressed out. They're not luckily they're not stressed out. They just go and they trust and they know their instinct that the Lord has given them to go and go to this place. Paul writes in Philippians chapter 4, verse 4 through 7. Always be full of joy in the Lord. I say again, rejoice. Let everyone see that you are considerate in all you do. Remember, the Lord is coming soon. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray for pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your heart and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. I love it. He says, rejoice. Don't worry about anything, but pray about everything. I was really stoked. I actually used Maddie's message this week that she spoke last week. Does anybody remember her acronym from last week? Oh, that was right. I heard someone say it. What was it? Pray. Pray. Do you remember what the P stands for? Praise. Praise. What does the R stand for? Repent. And the A? Ask. And the Y? Yield. That's great. You guys did great. That's awesome. So those things I kind of want to implement as well into this. I always love, this is a famous quote from one of my favorite scholars. His name is Gandalf. He said, all we have to decide is what to do with the time given to us. All we have to do is decide to do with the time given to us. Does that mean if something's going to be stressful, Kevin, I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to stress out and I'm going to worry about it. Would that do you any good if you have something going on? And if you have a test coming up, and I understand, if you're just like, hey, I'm not going to study for my test, I'm just going to roll into my class and be like, hey, Lord, I trust you're going to give me an A. And like, no, that's not what I'm trying to say. Because he says, what do you do with the time given to you? You need to do the right thing. So you always have to go through, I kind of want to make a little acronym, but I want to do, what are the things that I really want to push? First, I want you, I love the thing ask. Because that's so true, especially when we're going through something that is truly stressful and truly like you're worried about, ask for strength from the Lord to give you strength in that situation so you can get past it. Have I want you to get, ask for rest because sometimes you can't sleep and you're so worried. You're worried about your friends and you're worried about all that other stuff. You need to rest in the Lord and his promises in your life. You need to have faith in what God has done in your past and have faith that he's going to take care of you. Just like it said in Matthew, he takes care of the birds and the spirit that fly. And doesn't God love you more than the birds? You have to trust in his promises and rest in God's promises. So I was like thinking about it. I'm like, how can I make this an acronym? I really like how Matthew said it. So I was like, how can I make this something where you guys go home and it's something you can like, like this would be something I can really do. And I thought of a really good one, okay? Bart. <laughs> you got faith, ask, rest, 
and trust. So hey, when you're stressed out and you're worried, just let it go. I know that's funny, but my hope is, is that you guys will see this and when you come, and you guys are young, I know you've had stresses in your life and you've had worries in your guys' life, but more is to come, I guarantee it. And when those stresses and those worries come in your life and you have anxiety about real things, I know it sounds crazy, but I want your part. I want you to have faith that the Lord is going to get you through this tough situation. I want you to ask the Lord for strength. I want you to rest knowing that God is going to take care of you and trust in that. I know it sounds crazy to fart, but I want you to fart. Okay, I'll fart right now. Just let it go. Don't worry about it. She's not going to make fun of you. But, hey, all joking aside, I know this is a funny acronym, but at the same time, this is something I really want you guys to implement. Because I know at your guys' age, a lot of stresses and anxiety, you can take this down, you can take the part down. I'm, I'm distracted by um, When these things happen in your guys' life, I want you to be able to know what to do. And Matt has spoke so well about what we need to do with prayer. And a lot of times, it's that last one that we do is healed. After you're done playing, trust the Lord to take care of you and trust that it's His time and that's there. When we get in our small groups right now, what I want you guys to think about is one worry. That's it. One worry that you have in your life that's going on right now. And I give you a challenge. And I want you to talk about that one worry with your small group leader. But I have one challenge for you guys for this week. One. Tell next week, I want you to pray about that one thing. And trust that the Lord is going to get you through it. And trust that he's going to take care of you through this situation. And just fart. Okay. Let's work together, guys. Let's just work together. Alright, alright. We're gonna close our prayer. Lord, just thank you for the opportunity. We get to come to your house and have fun playing games and joke around. But Lord, let us not forget that you love us so much. Thanks so much for listening. If you have any questions, get in contact with us. Check out the links below for our social media pages. DM us, message us, tag us in things, and we'll see you guys next time.